everyone. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 4 of the Stallion Pancake Podcast. I'm Jason Ackerman. Uh, this week we have Hannah from Honey Bear Bait Shop. Very excited to talk with her because she makes delicious cookies and other things um, that you all should check out. So without further ado, here's Hannah. Hello everyone. Welcome to the Stallion Pancake Podcast. I'm Jason Ackerman. I'm Hannah Neville. Oh, welcome. Hello, thank you this for is, having this me. This is so I'm excited. Yvonne, so if she hadn't quit the pod, was very excited to have you on. I know, uh, I she'll never listen to this. She'll be part of it. She'll never listen to this, so it's okay. Um, okay. She's just she's she's anti. She's gonna start her own competing podcast soon. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's no, good to know. Spoiler alert. But we've got Hannah of Honey Bear. Bait shop. Yeah. So, which uh, we have recently discovered and we love, and we get your cookies all the time, like way too much. And the pecan, your pecan little bar, chocolate bar, is uh, I've had to steal that from Yvonne. That's been delicious. So, why don't you tell tell us your background? You used to work at the Ritz and yes. So how do you, are you from Charlotte originally? I am not from Charlotte. So I'm from Northern Virginia, the DC area. And I was born in Pennsylvania, but only lived there until I was two and then moved to Virginia and was raised there um, most of my life. And then I went to culinary school. I went to the Culinary Institute of America in New York Oh, that's um, fancy. Yeah. yeah. So that was Lots really exciting. people have been there. Yeah. It's a really good school. It was so really David pretty. Chang, isn't that where David Chang went? Yep. So that was really cool and being up there. And then after being there, I went back to Virginia for a little while and worked. Um, have you heard of the Inn of Little Washington? Uh, yes. Okay. Well, I wasn't sure. So, um, did, so I worked there for a while. I don't know if you knew that. Dare you? No, I did not know that. That's um, yeah. I need to go there. Oh uh, my gosh, it's so cool. So I did my internship for culinary school actually there, and then um, I went back. So I worked there for about a year and a half, and then I moved out to Colorado and lived in Vail, Colorado for three years. And it's crazy because everybody's like, "Oh, you lived in Vail, Colorado. That must have been so cool." But at the time, I was very career-driven, so I was there when I lived um, between 21 and 24, so everybody in my age group was wanting to go out and ski and have fun and do drugs and drink and party, and I was like, I want to go to work, and I want to be a pastry chef, so um, that didn't really work out for me, so I ended up moving back to Virginia, but I knew I wanted to be close to my family, but a little bit of a distance where I'm not, not super close. Yeah. yeah. So I ended up searching for jobs around the Northern Virginia area. And I um, interviewed for the pastry chef at five church. So that was my first head pastry chef position. So I moved here, took the job there. Um, when was that? that? Was, I moved in 2014 in September. So that's when they own Nan and Byron still. Yeah. And I was the pastry chef between that and Nan and Byron's. And then um, I helped open Five Church Charleston. And right after that, I moved on to work at Big View Diner and was their pastry chef or head over the bakery for three years. Then I went to the Ritz. And then um, 
with COVID, I was furloughed, of course. And then that's when I decided to venture off on my own. Wow, there's so much there. This is so exciting. I know, it was, that was pretty impacted. <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's go back to New York. Yeah. So did you work anywhere in New York? Um, so with being in school, it wasn't in New York City, and I kind of went... It's in oh, upstate New York. The cat is on the screen. That's exciting. Sorry. Oh, yeah. This is Emma. They might pop in the screen every now and then. Um, yes, but beautiful cat. Thank you. <laughs> She's so sweet. I actually found her in Uptown. She was rescued. So that was fun. Um, but with New York, I just worked in school. And honestly, I should have gone to the city more than I did because it was like an hour and a half long train ride. I only went about three. So where, so where, so is it upstate somewhere? Where is it? Yeah, it's in Poughkeepsie. So it's upstate. I wish I knew more about it, but it was really pretty. It was on the Hudson Hudson River. So that was really cool because you were like right on the river. And I don't know if you've ever seen pictures of the school, but it's this huge school and it kind of looks like Hogwarts. And I mean, that was really awesome. For some reason, I thought it was in the city, but no. So it's, so it's, so it's up there. Yeah. So, so how did you land the in at Little Washington? So for those of you, the so explain what that is. That's a three Michelin star restaurant in the middle yeah. of nowhere, Virginia. In, in the middle uh, of nowhere, Virginia. So the in at Little Washington is this awesome restaurant. It's um, the chef and owner is Patrick O'Connell, who is definitely an awesome chef to work for, and I'm glad that that was my first position out of school because it was a lot of training. Um, but he's all about theater, and he's very into making food and fine dining into a theatrical occasion and how it should be this big production. So it's, it's pretty cool. So I, I was just looking for positions to do an internship and um, I really wanted to go to Bouchon, but who doesn't? <laughs> um, but it was really hard to get a hold of them. And then also they weren't paying interns and I was really needing a position where they paid. So luckily I stumbled upon them. I did a stage for them and I got the job internship. So that was pretty cool. And it's crazy that Patrick O'Connell's very smart. He's good at what he does. He's very classical and he's really obsessed with Dalmatians. I don't know if you know that part about it. Did you know that? Dominations? Dalmatians. Oh, Dalmatians. Okay. That made some more sense. Yeah. I was like, it's weird up there. (laughs) Well, I mean, he is really weird, but, um, so he had these Dalmatians for the beginning of his career and he loved them so much that when they passed away, he got the exact print of their, um, spots and he turned those into the chef pants that you wore as your uniform. Seems normal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So all the cooks in the kitchen would wear Dalmatian pants and I still have them to this day. I'll never let them go. So what... What's the uh, coolest thing that you made there? Um, I wouldn't say coolest. Well, I would say the coolest thing I made there was we had to do Caesar salad ice cream. So you would never think of doing that. But it was really good because he did it on a lamb carpaccio, like a Caesar salad lamb carpaccio. But that was definitely the coolest because you've never heard of it. And I just remember you would always have to taste it while it was hot and you never want to try Caesar salad ice cream while it's hot. Yeah. I agree. Uh, it was really gross. <laughs> um, but I mean, my training there during my internship, I did overnight breads. Cause when I was first in, um, 
school, I really wanted to own a bakery and do breads. Um, but I learned quickly that that was not for me. And um, then when I came back to do, um, after I went to school, I did more of like a plating position. So it wasn't much production. It was more like plating the desserts for service. So I definitely learned, you know, how to work under a chef and then how to work during a dinner service. So I would say those are the things I learned there. So we did that. And then I moved to Colorado. I worked out there for a little while. Yeah. So that was fun. Um, nothing too exciting out there. I just worked at like hotels and restaurants, doing more plating. That's a lot of my experience. And then to Five Church I went. So would you ever work at a three Michelin star restaurant again? No. Been there, Been done there. that. <laughs> why? So no. why is just too much? <clears throat> um, I would just say where I'm at in my career I really enjoy how I now work for myself so and then also working there it was just very like a lot of his dishes what he likes to do since then I've been in places where you get more of an opportunity to create specials and work on things. And I never felt like I had the opportunity there. I think it was a good stepping stone, especially for like the discipline of the kitchen that you need. Um, but I'm a very creative person. So doing the same thing on a daily basis doesn't work for me. Yeah. So you didn't really have, he, he basically said, do whatever you, Yeah. this is what you have to do and you had to do it. Yeah. Cause I mean, they would bring in pastry chefs. I mean, I was just a pastry cook at the time. Um, but they would bring in pastry chefs and they would try new menu items and he would be like, oh, no, make this dessert I've been running for the past 20 years. That's amazing. But this is what I like. So it was very hard for menus to be changed there. But like I said, it was such a good experience, definitely for like the stepping stone of a career for like how you act in the kitchen, how you respect a chef and things like that. So I'm definitely glad that I took that as my first position. So, Five Church. Yes. I always thought that the desserts were very good, but everything else was like, yeah. Oh, oh good. Well, I'm glad. So you that's that. interesting to know that that because the <laughs> last time I've been to Five Church, you were probably the pastry chef there. Maybe. So. Well, what did you have for dessert? Oh man, I have to remember. I remember there was uh, something. It was like a candy bar. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> That was so good. That was my creation. There's another, so that one was really popular, but another dessert that was really popular was like a s'mores brownie. And when I was there, they did it in like a stemless martini glass. And it was, it was very good. Don't get me wrong, but the glasses would break all the time. So yeah. it was like a nightmare because you would like put brownie chunks and then this chocolate sauce and then some crumb and then meringue on top. And it was just like finding those glasses, like they use them at the bar too. So it was just like a headache, but I think they changed how it is now, but that's good. Good to hear. Yeah, that, that's good. Um, so, and then you go where, so where's this diner? I've never even heard of this diner. Yeah. So Big View Diner is owned. I don't know if you know the guys from Ilios Noche, that brand yeah so they have Ilios crafted greek that just opened up and then Ilios noche and they work with red ventures so um i left five church and i actually got a job as like the pastry person of Ilios. 
but then being there, I got promoted to the pastry shop at Big View Diner um, quickly. So that was good. But the diner is on uh, Lancaster 521, and it's like right before you go to South Carolina, that border right there in Valentine. And so when you were the pastry chef, so they did like a bunch of stuff for Red Venture. So you were just like doing a bunch of pies and cakes. And- they did everything. So they have an own little bakery within the diner. It's big. And they have like 12 different types of whole cakes you can get slices of. They make their own ice cream. They have like a dry case where you can get brownies, cookies, a bunch of different things. So that we always did catering which was really cool um stuff for red ventures a lot of custom cakes and i will say i'm not a cake person i don't like doing cakes they give me anxiety like whenever by it's like people come in and they'll find like the cutest pinterest picture and they'll be like oh hey make it look just like this and you're like uh, i'm gonna try my best <laughs> so i think that was really good because i got experience doing cakes but i just I, I don't like cakes. So it was definitely like one of those things where it's like push yourself to learn, but you don't like it. Yeah. So. And yeah. then, and then you went to the Ritz. I have a lot of questions about the Ritz. Okay. We can talk about it all you want. Like what's the craziest. Cause I feel like it's just like crazy rich people who yeah. don't necessarily know what good food is. Yeah. But they want like something very specific and they ask you something and then they get mad if it's not exactly how they want it. So I think the craziest thing to answer that little question was I had a like eight tier wedding cake that I had to do one time. And it was a super young couple and they just found this a Pinterest picture and yeah. they were like, I want this enormous wedding cake and I was just like you gotta be kidding me so it was like three feet wide on the bottom and you don't think that that big but if you've got a three foot circle cake on the bottom that's huge sounds big yeah and it was like seven layers so it was like each tier was like eight inch or like six to eight inches and it was just so tall and that was insane and I think the poor wedding planner that I had to work with when we were working out the deal just didn't understand how expensive that was. So it was kind of like a battle for a little while. So how much was that cake? It was $6,000. It was so expensive. It was nuts. (laughs) Yeah. It was, it was crazy. And it just took like all day. And it was just like, like I said, I don't like cake. So just imagine my anxiety was through the roof that day. But um, I think, if anything, I didn't really have issues with people saying, like, I want this and how I like it. Because I don't know if you're familiar with the Ritz, but BLT is technically the restaurant of the Ritz. That is a third party. So I did nothing with BLT. So but mainly yeah, my... Wasn't it Bar and Coco? Is that what it's called? Bar Coco was part of it. Yeah. So that um, was fun because it was kind of like a little dessert shop. But I've just noticed that, I mean, now I own a cookie business so I think I've noticed more and more now that I've kind of like grown in my career I just like doing simple things so I think I I was always told by like a past pastry chef in my life like always try to push yourself to learn things that you don't like to do just so you can get the experience under your belt and I think that I focused on that a lot in my career so I think exactly like with Bar Coco we did like gelato and all these pastries and 
to be honest, being the pastry chef of the Ritz, you're doing a lot of computer work. It's not in the kitchen. I rarely had time in the kitchen as well. So, so when Allie from Eat Dream CLT wanted ask how, when, when she, apparently she does staycation. Yes. At the Ritz. Yeah, like, she did she, was, was she like one of those crazy brides that just like wrecked everything? No! <laughs> Allie's so nice. I love Allie so much. She, um, and so it's funny because I worked really well with the girl at the time who did the marketing. And so her name is Jessica Swanee and she now lives in Florida. She moved on. But um, she was like, oh, I'm in touch with Allie for me to drink Charlotte. And I was like, oh, I know Allie. I love her. She's so nice. And she was like, I'm planning this vacation. And I think if anything, like, she was, no, she was not no bridezilla. Like, <laughs> Allie's the best. And no, was, Allie's like the <laughs> opposite of that. So <laughs> so we should just totally prank her and be like, she was the worst. Tell, <laughs> tell her I said she sucked. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, it's just, I think for me, Allie's just done so much for me. So, you know, it's funny. I, when I first found out about your podcast, I listened to the episode where she talked about that. And she talked about like the little yeah. cake I did. That was just my idea on my own, just because she's helped me out so much in my career. And I just, I have respect for her because she does help. So I was just like, Oh, what can I do that will impress Allie? That will make a wow. And I think that is one of the things that the Ritz Carlton does teach you. And like you mainly asked when you first asked the question, it's like, oh, do people come in wanting these things? It's not that, it's the opposite. So it's like the culture that they provide is what can we find out about the guests that's staying here? What are their quirks? What do they like to do? They get this whole pre-arrival phone call of like, what's your favorite activity? What do you like to do? Blah, blah, blah. And so then we would have meetings and they would be like, okay, Jane from Alabama loves... Alabama football, what can we do that will wow her? And of course, everything went to the pastry department. They were like, well, what can you do? So then we had to think of all these crazy ideas of, okay, this is how I'm going to wow Jane from Alabama. So. Oh, that's good to know. So if I yeah. ever stay at a Ritz, I'm going to be like, I like almond gelato and yeah. I like three foot round cakes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they would do that for you because that's how it is. But I don't know how it is with COVID because everything changed you know, but definitely when I was there, it was just like, there would be days. It was so funny. Cause I think people who aren't in the pastry industry or in the food industry will come in and they'll be like, I need this. And I need it in 30 minutes. And you're like, uh, <laughs> this is what I can give you. But then they didn't like hearing that answer because they're like, okay, what can we do for our guests? How can we personalize their stay? So I think that's another thing, like being a little Washington, it's like, okay, that training really helped me now because it's like, oh, you know, I like, I have with Honey Bear, I have this regular and she loves this cookie and oh, maybe next time if she comes in, oh, here it is. And it's just like, what can make somebody feel special that adds that extra like touch, you know? Yeah. So, so you're at the Ritz. Yeah. And then COVID hits. So you get furloughed. So what made you yes. think you want to start your own little business? So my, I loved the chef at the Ritz. He was so nice. His name is Derek Green. He's still there now, but he's great. Um, he was very, very like informative, like, hey, this is about to happen. I don't want this to happen, but I think like shit's about to go down. 
So I actually was really prepared and I applied to do the shipped grocery delivery. I don't know if you've used it before. It's like Instacart. Um, so I did that for a long time. And during that, I started baking at home. And then my husband owns his own company. He does video production and like animation. And I've always said to him like, hey, I'm envious that you own your own business. I'm really scared. And then we just had so many conversations. And I was like, hey, I think I want to take this leap. I want to go out and do it on my own. And it was just like such a thing. And I remember talking to so many people about it. And then all of a sudden one day I was just like, you know, let's do this. And they offered a voluntarily, a voluntary leave where, Hey, if you voluntarily give up your position, we'll pay you. And I was like, okay, why not? This is the time. Take the money invested in yourself to start a business and just do it. And so, here I am. so when you say just do it, like what are the steps you took to create this business? Um, so I, I don't know how I, well, first I was on the sourdough trend. That was a flop. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to make sourdough just like everybody else. And I just, it was a mess. Um, but randomly I just started making cookies at home and I was like, you know, this is so cool. And I started following Instagram, like cookie Instagram, cookie businesses. And I was like, okay, well, you know, Charlotte has so many bakeries, you know, like so many good people that just have bakeries. Like you have Amelie's and the Badge House is amazing. Um, and Wentworth and Fenn and all these people that just kind of just do everything. And I was like, you know, we don't have, I don't want to be another just bakery that has a little bit of everything. I want to do something that I don't think Charlotte really has. So I was looking and following all these cookie shops and I was like, I don't think Charlotte has like a unique cookie shop. So I was like, well, let me just try this. Plus I like constant change, like I said earlier. So uh, my husband doesn't like it, but I just, I don't like doing the same stuff every time, like all the time. So you decided on cookies. Now, how'd you come up yeah. with honey bake or honey bear? So it's, it's really cheesy. <laughs> um, my name, mine and Ethan's nicknames are Shuggy and well, it's sugar. I call him Shuggy and then I'm honey. So every now and then he'll call me honey bear. And so we were just thinking in names and thinking of names. And I remember one day I was driving and delivering groceries and he's like, what about honey bear? And I'm like, okay. I was like, I like it. So let's do it. And so it's funny. It clicked. Like I love it. And that's what it is now. But it's so crazy when, <laughs> if I have a long day at work and he's like, honey bear. And I'm like, don't call me that. <laughs> I'm like, call me something else. I don't want to be called that. So it's, um, a nickname in my relationship <laughs> the secret's out <laughs> that's cool okay so tell us all about your cookies yeah how you come up with the Yvonne did ask me she wants to know how you come up with your ideas your cookie ideas because you've got like a key lime pie cookie. cookie and you've got yeah. cookies inside donuts and like yeah it's you've got cookies everything so yeah, I so I I just think it's like, like I was just saying, I don't want to be another just bakery, but then I'm like, okay, but I want to branch out and not just do cookies. So I'm like, well, I'll make cookie themed things. So I can't take credit for the cookie stuffed donut. I actually saw that on um, a cookie company's Instagram in Florida. Um, so I wish I could. Well, they're probably um, dead with COVID now, so it's fine. Yeah, right. So I was like, well, let me try this because they did that. And then they did like a cookie sticky bun. And I really wanted to try both. But I was like, let me try the cookie donut. 
And I, I did donuts when I was at Big View and it was like a really good recipe. And that was kind of my thing that I did there. So I was like, you can bring that back, but do it in a cookie form. Um, but I would say with cookie flavors, like I said, I like constant change. So it's just like, what can you do that's seasonal? What can you do that people love? Because I've noticed here in Charlotte, especially with my experience over like working in Five Church, you know, Five Church is this fine dining restaurant that we have here. People don't like when it comes to dessert, like maybe one out of 10 will try a basil sorbet or, you know, like exotic flavors like that. So I, what I've learned from being a pastry chef in here in Charlotte is people love the flavors that they know. So I'm like, okay, how can I do awesome cookie concepts with flavors that people know? So it's like the pop tart cookie, for example, I found, this is how I started that. I found a good deal on pop tarts and I was like, okay, let's do this. Plus my husband, Ethan was like, do a brown sugar pop tart cookie. And he says all day long, he takes credit for it. But I was like, how can I, resemble a pop tart and use pop tarts as well. So I was like, okay, throw pop tarts in the dough and then resemble it too. So like smush it out, put the filling in it, bake it, glaze it. So it resembles a pop tart, but then there's actual pop tarts in the dough as well. So it's kind of like one of my pastry chefs that I trained under, she was just kind of like, you've got to think every dessert you do is about presentation, texture, flavor, color, the works. So now it's like, I try to think of like my pastry chef background into designing a cookie as well. If that makes sense. So what's, so what's your favorite, maybe not your favorite, but what's like, what's your top seller? So the pop tart cookies are really popular. Those, when I did those, I first started with the brown sugar pop tart and then I did the strawberry pop tart. I like the strawberry pop tart um the s'mores is a top seller that one's really good um cinnamon roll is a good one too yes the cinnamon roll I love that that was yeah that one's good and then I don't know I just the half-baked is like the Ben and Jerry's half-baked ice cream so it's just like like I said I like taking things that people are familiar with and making it into a cookie you know and I just have all these ideas like I'm always at the store like the other day I was at the store and all these pop tarts were there and I was like, okay, well what store is this? Okay, what store is this? You're at the store. What store? So it's a I was at home in Virginia visiting my parents and it's a store called Sharp Shopper. So it's like they have a little bit of discounted groceries. So we always go because I'm like, okay, I'm here visiting my parents. Like let's load up the car before I head back to North Carolina. Thanks, mom and dad. You guys are great. Um and so I was there and they had like all these Pop-Tarts. And my dad was like, oh, your Pop-Tart cookies are so great. Like, look at all these other flavors they have. And I was like, okay, well, I do not only my eight weekly flavors, but I also do a themed box every week. So I was like, my Pop-Tart flavors were so popular that I, let's, why not do a Pop-Tart box? So coming soon to Honey Bear Bake Shop is just going to be a Pop-Tart cookie box. And there's going to be six different Pop-Tart cookie flavors. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so I think you're, I think the trend is going to be how you're running a business, which is you don't have a brick and you don't need a brick and mortar uh, yeah. storefront. You do everything via Instagram or online. Mm-hmm. And so each week you offer eight cookies Yep. that you can pre-order and they can pick it up on what days? 
Fridays. Fridays at City Kitchen, which is yes, which is off, off of Thrift Road. Yeah, so like near where Noble Smoke is and yes, those places yeah. off of Freedom Drive. Mm-hmm. So so you can order and pick it up there. So you can either get eight cookies or you can get a box, a random box. Yeah. Your box. So for- once a week I do the select box and I have fun with that. It's like, you know, oh geez, the cats. Um, it's like I did a Britney Spears box and that was like really popular. So what was in the Britney Spears box? So I did, I was listening to Britney Spears one day and I was like, okay, circus. So I did an animal cracker cookie. And then three was Neapolitan cookie. Give me s'mores. Um, what else? Lucky, Lucky Charms. Womanizer, that was like a chocolate caramel cheesecake brownie one. So this is like Britney Spears' third album. Not the original. I was kind of just Not going the on the Oops, I Did It Again album. I called it my Oops, I Did It Again cookie box, but I just kind of did songs and how I could pair them with cookies. So like piece of me, I did Reese's Pieces cookie. I love it. Yeah. So it's just like just having fun with it and like things that people recognize. Like I did an office box based off of the office TV show because I love the office. Um, I want to do a friends box coming up soon. So like I said, I just I really think associating like cookies or desserts or whatever you have with people like things that people are familiar with, like get them excited about it. So what's something you did that you thought would be a like a big hit that wasn't that kind of flopped? I have some some potential flops. Um, you know, to be honest, I did my bake at home cookie kits for the holidays, and they did not sell. Um, flops. I'm trying to think. I have some ideas. Okay, tell me. I I think you should do a licorice cookie. I you know what I was gonna (laughs) like I said I did my homework so I listened to I like um, yeah I've been pushing it no one wants to do it. Okay. I, I'd like. My mom likes licorice, so maybe I'll do it for you I've and her. I've seen you red licorice, like the like, black. Yeah. Okay. Black licorice, but like mm-hmm. a really soft cookie with the taste, and like you get the sugar on top. Mmm. That would be all right. Delicious. I can. I'll see. What, maybe I'll call it the scallion pancake box. Then you we'll should, put. Yeah, and then have you ever thought of like savory cookies? So like I did. You know what? This is one. It's it was it's not a flop, but not many people go after it. And I did a corn and pimento cheese one. It is so good, and everybody's like, "That's really weird." And I'm yeah. like, "No, it's really good." Yeah, I feel like with the box, like you do like seven normal, and then you throw in like a weird one, and just have people like. Yeah, but you'd be surprised. Like there are some flavors that just don't sell sometimes, and I'm like, "Why doesn't this sell?" You know, it's just like a weird like one off where I'm like, oh, this is going to be such a good one. And then it's like nobody orders it. So I think that's I don't know if it's like my name of it. It's like I like to do quirky names. Like I have a cookie now over the holidays. I called it Christmas cookie, but it's just butterscotch or butterscotch chips and Biscoff cookies in a dough with vanilla glaze. So now I'm calling it that airplane cookie because I'm like, okay, you fly Delta, you get a Biscoff. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's cool. Like I said, I just like to have fun. And I think, you know. What other flavors I, I want? I love, see, I love a cinnamon roll. So I love that. Cinnamon, yeah. Did you like the cookie buns? I think you did. 
Oh yeah, every everything I've tried of yours has been delicious. I love the pecan, your pecan uh, chocolate bars yeah. were delicious. Those, Those were, were good. I like bourbon in a chocolate pecan yeah, pie. Yeah, it had a really good bourbon flavor. Oh, good, because I kept adding the bourbon, and I was like, I don't taste it. I was like, I blacked <laughs> out after one bite, but yeah. <laughs> okay. I so know it gets clipped scal- out, but I still like to feel the high. Okay, so in the scallion pancake box, we're going to do a licorice cookie. We're going to bring back the bourbon. Yeah, and like, you have to do like a gooseberry. Yvonne would love a goo- like a, yeah, a gooseberry. Okay. Um, something weird like that. That's Got what she wants. Perfect. Maybe we'll throw one in there for Allie because she's great. Yeah, like Allie, Allie likes Allie. stuff like a chocolate chip. I'm like a good, I love a good, just a nice chocolate chip. I'm a traditional. See, I like my chocolate chip because that was kind of something that I always did. So growing up, my parents actually had, it's so weird, back in the day when eBay first started, my parents sold cookies on eBay. Can you believe that? <laughs> like, okay. like made cookies. Yeah. Was it sanitary? They did it at their house. So... <laughs> no one died. <laughs> Nobody died. <laughs> um, so, yeah, when I was young, my mom and dad kind of, like, did what I'm doing now. But instead of local delivery, they just sold on eBay and mailed it. That's crazy. Yeah. So never think always... of going on eBay and, like, buying any perishable items. Right. But, I mean, unfortunately, it didn't last long because somebody gave my mom, like, a really bad review and it kind of destroyed her. So, it was just kind of like a faint memory. And now that I'm Fuck doing that it, per- kinda- Let's find that person and uh, let's go kill them. Can we Can we be like, you upset my mom so much. Like, we got to talk. <laughs> I, so. I hate people. I Anyone who goes and writes a negative review like that, it's like, don't you have better things to do with your life? I know that's it's just like you know are you so unless the person unless the person just had real like the customer service was bad like your mom yeah didn't send it or like but if if someone sends you a cookie and they it's obviously you know you're not walmart you're your own business it's just you or your mom and like you're trying your best and just reach out and just say, hey, I didn't like the cookies, like, and then you'll send them another one. Yeah, those, exactly. Those people have a special place in hell. I know. I will say, though, I am guilty of that every now and then I had too much to drink and I didn't enjoy a restaurant, so on the way home I might yelp it, but it's not, it doesn't happen much. <laughs> You're the problem. No, no, it's mainly, it's mainly has to do with the service. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, it's funny we're talking about it, but I'm like, if I have a few drinks and it kind of leads I to I understand a... the service, like you don't, yeah. Cause that, that's one thing. Cause that's something you can control. You can control yeah. good or bad service and you uh, obviously you control the food, but sometimes you're just like, you're the person who's having a bad night and like, you don't like the taste, but it might not be that the cookie's bad. It might be you're not in the right frame of mind for that cookie. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe next time we can queue up mom and be like, hey, what happened? Let's get it. Let's get her on. Full story. She goes to bed early. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, it's really late for me. It's 7.20. Yeah. Uh, I was like, I don't know. So (laughs) who who are your, like, pastry chef icons? So I am... Um, guilty of all gonna say Christina Tosi. She's great. 
Yeah. I growing up. Okay. So this was something that was really cool. So growing up, um, I've always wanted to be a pastry chef and I watched, I don't know if you've heard of her, Gail Gann. Do you know her? No. So she was, um, a pastry chef in like the late nineties, early two thousands in Chicago. And she was like one of the first people on food network that had a dessert show. So every day when I went home from elementary school, I was like, I'm going to go watch this lady named Gail Gann. And I was so excited. So I got um, a write-up in the Charlotte Observer when I first started, thankfully, and I mentioned that. And she messaged me, and she was That's so like, nice. "Oh, oh my gosh, I almost shit my pants. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know if I can curse, but <laughs> you can I say whatever like, you want here." I was like on my phone, and I was like, "Did Gail Gann just message me?" And she had like a full-blown conversation with me on Facebook, and I was like, "How did you?" No. And she was like, oh, I just have this Google thing set up where every time my name is used, I get an alert. So congratulations. And I sent her cookies. It was the coolest thing ever. So nice. Yeah. So she like I was like, I would love for you to try my stuff. She sent me her address. I was like, are you sure you want to send me your address? But (laughs) she sent me her address and I wrote like a little thing and included a picture of Ethan and I and I was like we're about to get married and yeah and she did like a face she does these Facebook live videos so she did like an unveiling and she was like look at Honey Bear Bake Shop in North Carolina here's her and her husband I was like that's so cool it was the coolest thing to have like your little idol of when you were younger to do all that but she's had her time but Christina Tosi's awesome I think a lot of pastry chefs these days are kind of taking advantage of her, like, go and do something fun. Yeah. Vibe. So I will say I like her stuff. But I will say I've gone to her. I've been to Milk Bar, and I was kind of disappointed. Yeah, Milk Bar's kind of, I mean, she sold out. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, the original one was awesome. And, like, they used to do, when it was, like, just in New York and the cookies were like freshly baked and not like prepackaged and yeah the soft serve the the milk uh the the cookie milk soft serve is still i forget what it's called but that's still fantastic cereal milk yeah the yes cereal milk, uh, soft serve but yeah i agree like she's kind of she's making money now which i yeah i respect i respect yeah. but but it's yeah. definitely not as good as it used to be yeah, because I remember when I went for the first time, I was so excited, and um, it was, like, back in the day when we could go out and could get a lot of food, and I was like, Ethan, let's go, and I'm just going to go, and I'm going to order everything, so and I'm going to make myself go? sick. I went to one in D.C., um, like, two or three years ago, and I was just like, let's go, let's order everything, I want to get sick, and we literally ordered, like, seven things, and it was almost $80, and I'm like, What? Um, and I did, I made myself sick. And I remember we were walking, like after we went to the milk bar, we ate all this stuff. And he was like, are you sure you want to eat all this? And I was like, oh yeah. And then we had to walk to find a subway and I, it was the worst walk of my life. (laughs) I was like, I just ate so much and it's so hot and I'm miserable, but it's like what you said. I just wasn't impressed. And it was just really expensive for what you got. Yeah. The crack pie also used to be. They can't. They, she doesn't even call it crack pie anymore because apparently that's. I know. Crazy. But yeah. 
Yeah, I had a friend, so I studied abroad in Florence, and we, mm-hmm. at the very, like, last week of school, we decided to order the 12 euro gelato cup from Vivoli. Yeah. It sounded like a great idea, because you could get, like, five flavors, and we ate, like, half of it, and we th- almost died. It's yeah, too much it's, gelato. You, yeah, it's like one of those like things where you're like, let's do it, and then halfway through, you're like, ooh, <laughs> like, good idea. Bad idea. Bad <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's how my experience was at the milk bar. So when you got married, what did you do for your pastries? Like, did you make your own cookies? What happened? No. Okay, so I did make cookies for my rehearsal dinner, and I uh, made cookies for the bride and groom suite. Like, I I was really cheesy. I was like, I want to get a picture of me and my bridesmaids with my cookies for my business. Um, But I ordered a cake from Swirl. It was so good. And then I ordered donuts from the donut house. Um, and then I did pretzels from um, Wentworth and Fenn as well. I did not. So you just got married there. like very recently. Yeah, November, yesterday. Oh, so yeah. you're like a new, you're, you're a I'm, newly. I'm one. newly in it. Yes. I'm newly in it. And it's just so much fun. It's really, let me tell you, it's really great. If anybody about to get married, just open your own business beforehand while you're planning your wedding it's yeah. really easy to do both um <laughs> you don't fight with your fiance at all <laughs> and then after you get back from your wedding and honeymoon you go into the busiest month it's the best first month of your wedding you can have <laughs> so sounds, sounds about right yeah Vaughn and yeah. I, we've been married four years now and uh we're still going strong yeah, I mean, Ethan's great. He's such a good guy. He's so patient. Um, he puts up with a lot, I'd say. And he's very supportive with what I do and what I've always done. So he knows. I mean, I'm a workaholic. I'm always at work. And I just enjoy, especially now, just being my own boss and doing my own thing. That, if anything, he just gets a lot of, like, alone time with the cats. He says it's his bro time with our cats. <laughs> <laughs> so how so. often does he, does he take the cookies a lot? Because if, if Yvonne... No. Makes- I would eat I'd be 750 pounds no he does not like sweets like he'll take like a bite or he'll have an idea like he's such a kid at heart that he's like I like he suggested that I do the blueberry cereal he's like blueberry cereal is so good and I was like okay let me try it and then like the pop tart but like he'll like eat a quarter of it and be like okay it's great and then I'll just sit and go bad or like I just tried charlotte sugar rush crumb cake for the first time oh god and Oh my gosh, it's so good. I can't believe I waited this long to try it. She's so great. Um, but sh- have you tried the new Biscoff one that she did? No, she actually like told us to come pick one up. And we've ordered so much sweets that like it's unhealthy how many sweets. <laughs> no. It's like actually illegal. Like like no. the police came to our house and they're like, you can't <laughs> have this here anymore. You know what's so funny is since you guys ordered through my website, I actually have your address now, and I was, like, trying to plan it out that you could have, like, a box of cookies for when we did this podcast, but the mail has been so horrible recently. I was like, I don't even know. Yeah, we'll get in July. It'll be fine. Yeah, that was such an issue in December. Forget it. That was a mess. Yeah, it's it's a mess. Yeah, so, I mean, who knows? It might be out in the mail, but you're at the office anyway, so you never know. Yeah, I well. Yeah, the the officer came and I was like, I'm sorry, we just we have a lot. But yeah, her her things, her crumb cakes are. So what are you doing with your 
with your. Oh, uh, I'm really excited about this. So I, so every month I have a bake sale at the city kitch at thrift road. And, you know, I was like, how can I like do something with fellow bakers? Because I don't know. And it could be just me in my head, but I've never really felt super welcomed by other pastry chefs around Charlotte. And like I said, I could be in my head. I don't know. So I was like, okay, now I've got my own business. Like, let me try. I do these bake sales once a month. Let me try to like do it with people, you know, just to like meet more pastry people, meet more bakers around the city, kind of like get to know them, make friends. And so I got, so Shannon from Charlotte Sugar Rush, we're going to do a pop-up together um, on January 30th. So I'm so excited about that. So it's just like, I'll be selling my cookies and she'll be selling her crumb cake. And I kind of want to ask her if I can do a cookie based around her crumb cake. I'm sure she'll say yes, because she's so nice. But I'm like, that would be really cool. The Charlotte Sugar Rush cookies. Her crumb cakes are so good. God. They're so if good. You, have it, you should order that. You should order, obviously, Honey Bait or Honey Bear. I don't know why I call it Honey but it's okay. You're thinking about the ham. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should team up with them. <laughs> oh my honey God. bear and honey bakes. <laughs> okay. Seriously, they make a uh, they make a vanilla rum cake there, and it's oh, really? so good. okay. I had a honey baked ham for the first time in Thanksgiving, and I don't think I can ever go back to regular ham. <laughs> yeah, it's so, so what? So what are your other favorite? Not pastry like dessert stuff that you've had in charlotte um is it bad that i don't really love desserts <laughs> uh <laughs> i'm like ooh, let me think uh, what okay maybe what's your favorite dessert like that you've had at a fancy restaurant that you were like this is weird, but I like it. That you remember. Um, I don't get dessert. <laughs> I'm like, I like ice cream. I, um, I like cookie dough ice cream a lot. I like cookie dough. I switch between cookie dough and mint chip. And I... That's not, I love a mint chip. Yeah, me too. So, I think... You know, I've honestly always wanted to try one of those, like, roll ice cream places. I've never tried one of those. But I will say I really like Two Scoops Creamery. Yeah. So I will say I like their... Vaughn's a, a Two Scoop lady, too. Yeah. So I like them. And they have that one. So we live in South End right now. So they have that one that's attached to um, Sabor. Yeah. I think that's them. Yeah. And it's really good because it's like, we got Sabor for our wedding. So I just love Mexican food. So I'm like, okay, let me go walk and get some Sabor, and then I'll go get some ice cream. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's really good. I'm telling you, our our wedding, we had Sabor, we had frozen margaritas, it was donuts, it was great. So what? How, what's your feeling about putting ice cream on your cookies? Is that a yes or is that a no? Yeah, I'm absolutely for it. What I want to do, this is another cool idea that I have. I want to do like a Ben and Jerry's theme box. And I want to, like, offer, I don't know how I would do it, but it's just like, oh, try a half-baked cookie with half-baked ice cream. But I don't know how it would work it. But if, like, if Two Scoops ever wanted to do anything, that would be so cool. Like, oh, let's do a pop-up and you can have 
honey bear cookies with two scoops. Oh, that's smart. That's really smart. Do a pair. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm like and do is like, you know, bringing in Shannon from Charlotte Sugar Rush. Like, oh, let's do something cool together. Like, can I have your crumb cake for a cookie or something like that? So, yeah. We'll see. I love it. Okay. So tell the people. Well, first, what's the best thing you ate this week or a drink? I've actually had a really good week when it comes to food. So Sun's Kitchen is a kitchen that's in the city kitch. Love the city kitch. It's awesome. I get free food all the time. Um, and they specialize in dumplings and Szechuan cuisine. And they are the sweetest couple. And they always make um, fried rice. And they make the best fried rice. I don't know what they do. But it's so good. And they make this mango jasmine tea that I'm obsessed with. And oh, I always. Sounds so good. Oh, so good. I don't know what they do, but it's just like they give me some fried rice. I give them some cookies. They're like, these are great cookies. I'm like, you make the best fried rice. And it's like a trade. And then I get the mango jasmine tea and it's so good. I love a man. You should do like a mango cookie or like a tea cookie, like an Earl Grey flavor cookie. I need that. <laughs> okay. We'll add it to the list. So that's still going to be, so that's going to be say, Every day, I'm just going to DM you a thought of a cookie flavor and you can either take it or you can just never respond. <laughs> no, I'll always respond to you guys. You guys are so nice. It's so funny. I, um, I talked to Yvonne about her, um, procedure she had recently and I'm like, I don't know if she's weirded out by this, but I feel like we bonded. <laughs> I don't know if she told you that. (laughs) She didn't tell me that, but she's, a lot of people have reached out on her elective tonsillate to me. There you go. See, you said it. I didn't want to say it. Normal people have their tonsils out just for fun. Yeah. Well, because I've always thought about doing it, but I'm just like, I don't know. I feel like it would be like really hurtful when you're an adult. She was, uh, for a week. Now she's like, says it. she's so happy she did it, but, uh, I don't know if I was happy she did it. Like from a husband's perspective, it wasn't that good. Yeah, not not good from my perspective. Yeah. Okay, so tell the people where they can buy your cookies and find you and support you. So um, you can buy the cookies on our website on www.honeybearbakeshop.com. Um orders go live on Sunday and they always close on Thursday. So that's one thing that people don't really understand is I'm like only open orders for a certain amount of time. So say somebody will go on on a Friday and be like, you're all sold out. I'm like, well, it says on the website like three times that it's only been during these times. Um, So um, during that time, I try to do pop-ups as much as I can around Charlotte that I announce on my Instagram. And then you can also get cookies delivered through Outpost. It's a coffee delivery service. Um, next day, you can do that. And then I'm also at a coffee shop in Belmont called Wandering Cup. So oh. Kind of trying to get myself out there. But if you want just the boxes, um, Sunday through Thursday, honeybearbakeshop.com. And check out the Instagram because that's where and I Can you go pick them up? Off yes. the road. I did it the yes. other day and it was, yeah. you come out and, oh, and you did that cinnamon roll and we didn't even yeah. talk about that. It literally like, oh yeah, we can talk about it. It, it, uh, didn't make it. I, so I got in my car, we got six cinnamon rolls. I got yeah. in my car 
and you're like, it's still hot. And I was like, oh, that's yeah. good. so I, yeah. I was like, I'm going to drive home. And then I got literally I drove not even out of the parking lot. I stopped. I pulled back into the spot and I ate one of the cinnamon rolls. <laughs> and it was you're like, turn around. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, it can't it, it's it can't. It has to be eaten now. And I ate yeah, it. It was so yeah. good. That's one of those things where I was just like, I was thinking about it. I was like, what is something else that I can do based around cookies that's cool? And I was like, well, back in the day when I was telling you I did donuts at Big View, I was like, I did this cookie monster donut where it was a Biscoff glaze and then it was just chunks of chocolate chip cookies. So I was like, let me turn that into a quote, cinnamon roll, unquote, make dough, spread Biscoff. You, I don't want to get the secrets, but spread Biscoff on the dough like you would butter on a cinnamon roll and then mix brown sugar with chocolate chip cookie crumbs, roll it up, put cookie crumbs in the icing and you got a cookie monster bun. And it was so good. Good. I'm oh. glad. Cause I was like, are people going to like these? And then, like I said, you got yours straight out of the oven because I accidentally slept under my alarm that day. So. Well, it worked out for me because. <laughs> yeah, and I, I like spilled it all over myself. Like, cause it was, the frosting was still so warm that it wasn't like sticking. Oh, it was so good. Okay. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And that's that. how I live my life. Like a freaking heathen. I just eat <laughs> Well, next all time you'll have to try the s'mores cookie donut. That one's pretty intense. I just did that one at my last bake sale. Uh, challenge accepted. Okay, well, just make sure the cops aren't around at your house when you bring them back to your house. <laughs> That's why I'm to South Carolina, actually, because North Carolina, you know, you've got more rules. Down here, it's the wild. You need as it's, much as you want down here. It's too much because, you know, curfews and everything, so it's great. <laughs> no curfews in South Carolina. That's for oh, sure. Oh, really? No. Well, COVID me. doesn't exist here. That's you go great. to bars. You know where else COVID doesn't exist? Moosehead. I don't know oh. if you Moosehead, but uh, no. they, COVID doesn't exist there either. <laughs> well, it was funny when um, the latest order came out where it was like, everything has to shut down at 10. I was like, oh, Ethan, I guess COVID comes out at night. I was like, ooh, <laughs> <I'm> scared. <laughs> it is what it is, I guess. So, But you can pick up your cookies during the day. So that's all I'm Yeah. Matters. You shouldn't yeah. eat cookies at night, really. They should only be during the day. But you no. maybe should at night, or maybe all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's like the other day when I was eating that crumb cake from Shannon, I ate some at night, and I'm like, I couldn't stop eating it because it was so good. You know, it was like fresh, day of. Oh, yeah. Like, looking at the leftovers that I have while I'm talking to you, thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know what you're doing after this. Well, Hannah, this yeah. has been a pleasure. Yeah, Everyone go to Honey Bear paintshop.com yes. and mainly your Instagram to see what's going on and go yeah. buy all of her cookies and cinnamon rolls and everything else. And uh, so you're, so you're next. So the big event is January 30th with yes. um, sugar rush. Yes. And that one's going to be fun. I'm hoping for a big turnout. So please come and support because we're both awesome baker ladies who run small businesses. So yeah, go support. support the baker ladies. Yeah, the Baker ladies. We're awesome. <laughs> All right, guys. Everyone have a great week, and we'll be back uh, sometime when I line up the next guest. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs>